Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Retro Rewind, where we have been playing Cool Spot. What noise does Cool Spot make? Besides... Uh, it goes... That's... that's copyright infringement right there, Craig. <laughs> 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 anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, so we have played Cool Spot, we being myself, Craig, and my good friend, Dave. Yay! Say hello, Dave. Hello. Woo! Yep, so Cool Spot is our 1993 game of choice, and it was my choice. Naturally. And I decided to play it. Oh yeah, because it's a good game. There we go, I'm giving the game away already. <laughs> so Cool Spot was developed in 19 and released, sorry, 1993 by Virgin Games, so developed and published by Virgin. Produced, designed, programmed by a lot of people, big namely, and there's Dave Perry and for music Tommy Tallarico, obviously. And it was released f- for the Mega Drive, the Genesis for our American neighbours. The SNES, Master System, Game Gear, Game Boy, Amiga, and released on DOS over the course of 1993 and 1994. So it falls into our whole 1994 type thing. We'll take it. Well, yeah, of course we'll take it. And it's your, you know, Virgin Interactive platformer as a genre, which I think is actually a specific genre that's oh. a subgenre of platformers. Oh. It's just a Virgin Interactive genre. Um... Craig. Yes. Craig, we might be at odds in this this episode. Why? Oh, we probably will. When are we not? Uh, Wolfenstein 3D. Well, actually, we agree <laughs> quite a lot of the time. <laughs> uh, I would Dave, see... Dave, before we before we get before we get to odds, what is your what is your history with Cool Spot? All right. Can we do that bit first? Because then it starts off positive. So I used to have a plush Cool Spot when I was a kid. And is his name technically Cool Spot or is it just Spot? It's I can't remember. Just Spot, Spot, because the okay. previous game was just called Spot, something, something. Oh, then Spot goes to Hollywood. Spot goes to Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Okay, so um, my first exposure to Spot was, of course, the the Christmas ads. Where, you know, you had Santa and you had the little spots, and now they were adorable. Too bad their soda tasted like ass. And uh, later on. I got the NES game, and the NES game was, uh, you've played Othello, right, Craig? Or Go? Yep, yep, yep. It was was that with funny little animations whenever you took somebody's pieces, and I thought that was fun, even though I didn't really understand how to play Othello. And um, later on, for, I want to say, it was a holiday of some kind. I can't remember if it was Christmas or my birthday, because my birthday's a holiday now. Um, I got Cool Spot for the Genesis, I want to say. And I liked it. I liked it. It was it was a fun little platformer that wasn't quite the same as your your Sonics and your Rocket Knight Adventures and your Chester Cheetah to Cool to Fool kind of category. So it was it was a bit of a weird genre for me. But uh, yeah, I ended up liking it. I still look back on the mascot with a little bit of fondness. I don't know why they ever got rid of him because he works. Why not, right? How about you, Craig? Uh, cool spot I had on the Mega Drive, strictly speaking, in 1993 as opposed to 1994. 
but yeah, I had no idea it was a seven up game. I had no idea that Spot was a seven up mascot because overseas, over here, we didn't have Spot as a mascot. We had Fido Dido, a pencil drawn, lanky kid who was the seven up mascot. Even back in the 90s? Yeah, like I did not know of Spot at all. Fido Dido was all I know. And looking back, he was it. To the point where we have a work um, quiz every Friday. And a few weeks ago, the last question, it's always a tricky question, question number 20, who was the seven up mascot? And I put Spot. Because Spot was the seven. I this, I now know Spot is, and it came back Fido Dido, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about Fido Dido. Now see, I remember seeing those, and I don't remember where I saw those. I I remember being a kid and seeing that somewhere, and thinking that was a cartoon, like it was just an actual show. Mm-hmm. He was never known as a Seven Up spokes yeah. spoke spokes to person. me. Yeah, no, he was, he was. So yeah, it's it's. I actually find it more odd that the company would split the mascot yeah especially something that's you would think is as global as spot yeah it's it's a red dot it's a cool red dot according to this I mean, game um out of curiosity how do we feel about the seven up sprite controversy craig where do we sit when drinking a fizzy pop i like neither of them i've never liked sprite nor seven up and that's why you're going to hell <laughs> should I, what one do you like what one should i like uh, out of the two, Sprite, hands down. Sprite. Okay. If I want something that's not like, you know, ultra sugary, it's Sprite. Goes really great in mixing with other stuff, too. Like you put Sprite into lemon jello or gelatin. I don't know what you guys call it. Mm-hmm. Really good. It's like gelatin with a little bit of fizzies in it. It's good stuff. Seven Up just tastes terrible. Okay, okay. I didn't, I didn't, this is news to me. I don't drink fizzy juice, so I'm kind of going in blind. That 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 can we can we camp on that for a minute? What? Not only does that make you not American, Craig, <laughs> which means I can't be associated with you. That means a you're not contributing to the obesity epidemic, and mm-hmm. I, I don't like that. You're not pulling your weight, as it were. No, I'm not. Uh, B that means you're some kind of weird alien mm-hmm. because who doesn't drink soda? Me. A- and C, what is your drink of choice? Uh, I have three drinks of choice. I have green tea. I have... Okay, I'll accept it. Water. I will not accept it. And milk. Milk? I will... Uh, just plain old milk? No no chocolate? No chocolate. Nope. Just good old-fashioned full-fat milk for a bit of protein and fat in the diet. Now, see, Craig, this is also very disturbing because it means you grew up and no longer eat like a 12-year-old who's left home alone. <laughs> like I'd like to eat. Um... <laughs> <laughs> do you at least blow bubbles in your milk? No, I do not. I'm now feeling slightly sad. <laughs> I've lost. You, I've lost. You are Manila envelope the person, Craig. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So after we record, I need you to jump on your bed while blowing bubbles in your milk. And you will have regained something you lost. Oh, man. I've got old. Preferably while your wife's asleep in the bed. Why do we do this? Make sure you do that. Every single time we do this, it's like, oh, Cool Spot, that game that was released 25 years ago. 
oh, I've lost my innocent childhoodness and now I drink tea and go to bed early. Oh my god. Well, no, that's just you. I was in that, the. That's, I still am a thoroughly irresponsible adult. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. I go to bed four hours before I have to go to work. I drink soda like I'm not going to die of diabetes in a week. I, I'm, yeah, irresponsible. Craig, you lost something there. I did, I did. And that's what makes this show special. It is. You know, we could we could take the high route and be like, oh, cool spot. It was it was important because of this, and this is who developed it, and you may know them from this. But you know what? This is just two friends talking, mm-hmm. having a good time. Yes. So, uh, but I do screw them. I feel like we should talk a wee bit about Cool Spot. Just a wee bit. Oh, absolutely. Just a wee bit. So, yeah, so that's where kind of history is. Before we went on that rambling mess of conversation... <laughs> I had intimated that Virgin Interactive platformers are unique and that CoolSpot is, this This is my personal opinion, CoolSpot is the platformer that sparked the Virgin Interactive platformer genre, as I have put it in inverted commas. So you at that point said, well, Craig, I think we might disagree on this. Well, that was pretty good. Thank you. Uh, I'll give you a, an A for effort. I'm curious why. What makes you think Virgin? Like, what? Where are you coming from on that? I'm coming from. <laughs> I'm curious. Okay, so the the reason the reason that I feel this is I've played a lot of Virgin games, Virgin Interactive games, I should say, Virgin Games games, whatever. They have a certain non non alcoholic games. They've got a style and a feel. That, right, if I just, I'm going to go onto the Wikipedia page. Oh, no, do you know what? I can't even be bothered going onto the Wikipedia page. But <laughs> I'm talking about things like Earthworm Jim, Aladdin, uh, the Lion King game, uh, this, the other Spot game. Okay. God, what else am I thinking of? The Pinocchio game, all the Disney franchised platformers. They all have, and this is my take on it, a busy background and a very very artfully drawn nice looking nicely animated especially when you get into something like Aladdin and Aladdin is almost certainly like it's an important game but as we said in the Aladdin episode when we argued I can't remember what we argued what was better but Coolspot came out first and Coolspot did first the busy background beautifully drawn overly animated running about sometimes you can't even tell what's in the background and is going to attack you as opposed to what's in the foreground and quite frustrating experience that I'm not saying it's gloriously important in the grand scheme of things I'm just saying Cool Spot was the one that's the first of that run of busy drawn platformers with that feeling that Virgin did quite well so you're saying Cool Spot was the kingmaker yes in this scenario exactly um you did add Earthworm Jim, and that, that was mm-hmm. shiny entertainment, not Virgin. So I have to dock you there. Damn it. Virgin published it? I, I, they might have. I, I'm not sure about it in Europe. I, I don't know. Did, no, I'm okay, fine. Then I'm just going to say they did. You're wrong. I'm right. End of. <laughs> um, but you brought up what makes uh, that statement very uh, off to me mm-hmm. is because Virgin is Disney. And. Like, the busyness in this, right? Mm-hmm. I don't personally see that in, like, Aladdin or Lion King. I have never played Pinocchio. 
I should rectify that at some point. But yeah, that that's weird. And I mean, it seems like you have a much larger relationship with Virgin than I do. Like to me, they were just, oh, it's the Disney game guys. Yeah, no, Virgin, Virgin had their own big white box collection. So as, yeah. as, as I mentioned last week or whenever the hell we were speaking about um, piracy versus purchasing. Virgin had their own big box uh, red label, Virgin red label games that you could buy, like three games for a tenner in the big box. So I absolute massive fondness for these games, despite the fact that, and for, I'll get back, I'll get to the end of that sentence later, but <laughs> even when we played it with Aladdin, yeah, I could feel it. And it's, I think they just did a really good job of, nicely drawn platformers it was different it felt different at the time to me and my own I will absolutely give you the feel this mm-hmm. feels like a Disney Virgin game yeah and, and, and I really wish that we weren't having to put Virgin on the end of everything I know I know and that's that's my point is this feels like a Disney Virgin game before Disney Virgin games were a thing this is like the blueprint for what became Aladdin and Lion King. Oh, I can absolutely go with so, you on that one. Yeah. Sorry, so maybe uh, um, poorly articulated, but that's my point. No, well, no, because because it seems like over there in Europe uh, was very different than here. Here, Virgin was nobody until Aladdin. All right. Aladdin okay. is what made everybody sit up and go, holy shit, look at this game. So, and even then, that kind of, wow, let's all pay attention to Virgin, ended with Lion King. All right. Like nobody I know even mentioned Virgin Interactive. Holy crap! On, after Lion King, like, like, see if you read the list of games on Wikipedia. Even like Chuck Rock and Chuck Rock Two, Son of Rock, or whatever the hell it was called. Chuck Rock is so European. Uh-huh. I mean, like, like nobody here has any fondness whatsoever wow. for Chuck Rock. Cannon fodder. Yeah. Uh Cannon fodder, I, I is something I'll see like people on YouTube talk about. I've never had anybody in person say, "Hey, Cannon fodder is a good game." I like Cannon fodder though; it is a good game. Oh my god, Cannon fodder is a good game. So I, all of these games, I had big white boxes for a big white box with a tiny CD inside it. I had them all, like all of them. Uh, I'm, I'm taking. A look. Let me Such let me take a, a look at the uh, Virgin ones, and I can tell you like this is what I remember being like important on this the school mm-hmm. oh they must have been much bigger in europe because i mean they have a lot of k- big capcom games like dino crisis under their name mm-hmm. which is very weird to me huh yeah this might be one of those continental divide things yeah um looking at at their list here just the first like 12 uh the only other one that i can say i remember us talking about as kids was like RoboCop versus Terminator. Because, well, obviously kids are going to talk about RoboCop versus Terminator. Of course. But yeah, huh, that's weird. So so to you, th- this is a publisher slash developer that really kind of harkens back to your childhood. Oh God, yeah, 100%. I'm going to send you uh, just the first picture I found of one of the, the white boxes. Oh, sure. And it, th- th- just honestly, hundreds of them. Oh, I feel kind of like I feel all kind of emotional right now. Do you, I, I wish I could give you a hug, sir. Mm-hmm. Anyway, give you a soda. Anyway, it's we're, we're like fifteen minutes now. Shall we maybe just move gently into cool spot slightly? Could do we overview of what the point of it is, and then we could just end the podcast. 
Well, see, you send me a picture, and then uh-huh. it's like, and we're moving on. Uh, no, I have never seen a box like that in the U.S. ever. Oh, wow. Just, just, that, Granted, it's obvious. Sorry. So go. I don't look like an absolute moron. This uh-huh. is PC. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Most of my PC games were buying it from friends and, you know, getting it as guests. I had, like, no boxed PC okay. games as a kid. I'd have everything boxed. Absolutely everything. Those big boxes were, like, just... They looked great on a bookshelf. I had been a good boy if I had one of those. <laughs> well, like, gameplay-wise, um, what throws me off is you've got the gameplay of Cool Spot, which mm-hmm. is... And uh, go with me on this because it, it's not necessarily bad. It'll sound bad at first, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. This is the best thing James Pond could have been. That giant European explore platformer mode. Mm-hmm. This is what the best thing you could get out of that is. Every it it's like having a European level designer, but with a competent um, platformer designer behind them. I get you. In fact, I do. I do get you. But then, is Aladdin not an even better version of it? Well, Aladdin, Aladdin isn't this exploratory. Like, take the first level, of cool spot, right? Mm-hmm. You've got the. You can go to the right and deal with a massive amount of crabs for some reason. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just hundreds of them. Or, oh look, you can jump up on the bottle and then jump up on the balloons and 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 go explore that way. That really wasn't in Aladdin. Aladdin was more of a directed experience i guess yeah 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 i think i i see, I see that it was more focused maybe maybe lessons learned from cool spot but yeah i i get you on the james pond side of things as well oddly strangely i think i've known you too long <laughs> um yeah so cool spot just to just to get go from the ground up here which i feel we should Big exploratory sure. platformer. You are Spot, your Seven Ups mascot, and twelve. Don't correct me if I'm wrong. Other maybe ten other spots have been captured, and you have to run around these levels collecting spots, really red dots, to get enough to free your spot captured comrade. And the levels and of you theme. rescue him Sorry. by what was that? Smack in the cage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whenever you hit the attack button, Spot kind of just snaps his fingers, and I'm guessing it's what's supposed to be like a carbonation bubble? Yep. Yep, it's very, okay, very, good. very seven-up-y. <laughs> very, very. Um, so your weapon of choice is to hit people with CO2 gas, mm-hmm. which I guess makes it a little bit darker. It does actually. You're not... You're actually suffocating crabs. <laughs> Hmm. Um, yeah, and, and this kind of, uh, at first it starts with a beach motif. So, you know, you're, you're hopping on lawn chairs, you're, you're running across what look to you to be giant sand dunes, but you know, you're incredibly small. So they're not actually giant sand dunes. Um, I'm going to also say something very nice about cool spot and the fact that, uh, I really like the motifs. Mm-hmm. I think they work very well. It's not just, oh, look, there's a bunch of beach stuff in the background, but you're running on sand. There is, oh, look, you're going to have to bounce onto a lawn chair and then bounce off that onto a small little beach umbrella. And then you're going to have to run across somebody's pail and shovel. You know, that kind of thing. They they really integrate the level theme into the level itself. They do. They very much do. How far did you get? 
Um, I played through to the third, third level. So the first level. Uh, I. Oh, sorry, on you. I was gonna say I only got to the second level, okay. so I don't know what the third one is. Uh, you're inside the a wall cavity, which is really cool because oh, okay. there's like drill bits and shit coming through and stuff. It's, it's actually yeah, really cool. Yeah, there's mice too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's I think mice. I remember that from when I was a kid. Mice are the enemies, and okay, yeah. Maybe I got further in this yeah. than I thought as a kid. Yeah, and the second level is the pier run. It's very, it's very, very cool. Uh, there's a few wee niggles, a few wee things that didn't bug me as a kid that bug me now. One of the biggest things that bugged me, and you must have experienced it, probably maybe, is your carbonation <laughs> bubbles go, you, you eight-way directional firing. But for some strange reason, a, a fairly high proportion of the enemies appear out with where you can aim at them like the slope of a sand dune is just slightly oh, off oh, yeah where you can shoot see you find yourself fucking about a wee bit and running backwards to shoot through the sand dune to get the guy um my um uh my problem was you still move when you aim mm-hmm. and so you'll be like oh something's coming in at a 45 degree angle Oh crap i pushed the button and i moved now i'm not lined up anymore and so you end up spraying like an idiot yeah, I mean, it's 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 a particular feel. I don't think it's terrible. It just takes a bit of getting used to. Um, and also your momentum. You pick up momentum quite quickly. So quite quickly. <laughs> quite, like the flash. You're running down a hill and before you know it, you're running into a crab. Um, other than those wee nickels, I had, I had a tremendous amount of fun. Do you know that, Dave? I really, really made me feel like a wee kid. <laughs> I was honestly having so much fun. <laughs> The music is is absolutely fab. It's like Tommy Tallarico. Better. It, it's weird. When I was younger, mm-hmm. I I never really heard like let's say the music in Earthworm Jim and the music of Cool Spot and go, oh that sounds similar. But now being older, you can really pick out the Tommy Tallarico style on oh, a lot God, of the yeah. games he does. It's not a bad style at all. Don't get me wrong. I, I really like Tommy Tallarico stuff, especially Earthworm Jim. But yeah, I, I really like the music. Um, in terms of like my niggles mm-hmm. would be I find the levels a little too sprawling and so you end up almost getting bored in like the soggy middle section before okay. the end. Yeah. I mean, are these levels like a good size for you? Um, I think I think my uh, nostalgia and general fluffy feelings bl- would probably hint towards I I love spending time with it but I mean objectively yeah they are a wee bit big a wee bit sprawling and it it takes a good bit of what's the word finagle no not finagling where the hell did I get finagling from it takes a good bit of fucking about to get where you need to get to <laughs> I can't say I've ever got finagling and fucking confused yeah yeah I don't know I don't, know what that, I don't even know what that word means you must have used it at some point it sounds American oh yeah, yeah I use finagle quite a bit. finagle means it's it's fiddly you gotta jigger it around to get okay, it just right it almost fits it almost fits almost you gotta finagle it in there but it almost fits yeah so I mean this it, a lot of what I've thought about when it came to cool spot wasn't the game itself I would urge people to play it a lot of what I thought we could potentially talk about has been kind of throw, cast aside because to me Virgin were that big that I thought everyone thought Virgin were that big <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> so no, I no no it, it's, it's happened to us a couple times yeah, like yeah. with Tintin 
mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, everybody loves. Nope, not America. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like like as a kid, they were never a big player. Like they were about as big as Sony Interactive Studios, mm-hmm. which was not very big at all in terms of you. you well, for yeah, yeah. Well, remember too. I guess you got to remember this. Like like PCs and and home computers were huge over there when they weren't here. Yeah, yeah. Then true. you've got the whole Nintendo was not really huge over there, so everybody we knew were Japanese. Mm-hmm. We worshipped at the shrine of Miyamoto, sir. So. I guess it sort of makes sense. Yeah, I suppose. It, it is weird to come across. And then there's those games like, um, just pulling it out of my, my hat, but like Jungle Strike, where like both yeah. of us grew up with, oh my gosh, this this everybody was talking about it. It's true. But yeah. Um, Do you know what's weird I, I, that, that's popped up from this? Hmm. So a couple of weeks ago, we did Simpsons, and I said, oh, Crazy Taxi, I hadn't realised that was so heavily funded by KFC and blah, 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 blah. Never ever noticed when I was a kid. This, I didn't know it was a 7-Up game, despite there being 7-Up everywhere. And then we'd spoke, we'd, I'd made this comment before to you, but it was in this context. Zool, I had never ever in a million years realised and, and the lollies are everywhere. The logo is everywhere. And did I put two and two together? No, I'm beginning to think that this whole advertise advert game type thing, I'm just blind to. And then you have you seen well, the the latest KFC dating sim, the Colonel dating I've sim. I've heard of it, but oh, I, I can't say I've touched it. Oh my, oh my, it's <laughs> it's something. So next week on Retro Rewind, KFC it, dating sim. Oh, it's something else, and it just it was made me think. I must be blind to a lot of them. The only really obvious one that I've ever known has been the Doritos Crash Course on Xbox. Because <laughs> well, that came like, out saying I, Doritos. I, uh, well, like, this, it made me think when we and you talked about it, I'm like, man, how does he not know? And then something kind of clicked in me about the how naive we were as kids. Like, when you saw, let, let's take Cool Spot, for example, my brain never went to, oh, 7up must have paid. For yeah. this, my brain went to, oh, the developers must really like 7-Up. Mm-hmm. Well, the developers really love Chupa Chups. That's why it's in the game. Exactly. It, it wasn't until later that it does... Cl- Wait, this is all just business. Yeah, it's all Ew. business. Now, um, do you have a favorite advert game? Oh, God. Can it can it be this? Um, can I well, think it can be. <laughs> it's your t- sure. Um, have you have you got one just? Well, like for me, I think it might be Chex Quest. I think. Ah, see, I know about Chex Quest only from listening to podcasts. Chex isn't a thing. Oh, over really? Here. <laughs> so you got Virgin, we got Chex. Exactly. Seems like a fair trade. Huh? Yeah, like like off off the top of my head, I'd probably have to say Chex Quest. It's just kind of charming. I think, just in general terms, I might stick with this. Like, Spot is a cool mascot. Seven Spot Up, is I, a very I, cool I, mascot. I don't care about Seven Up, but Spot is pretty cool. The game is kind of good to play, despite being a wee bit big. I think it might be. Um, I would say, for final thoughts wise, if you're interested in Cool Spot, but you're kind of wary of how it plays. Cool Spot is the perfect primer 
for what I would call European platformers. It's like a European platformer programmed by competent people as opposed to people that rammed their face against the keyboard and decided to add weird jump arcs and terrible hit detection. It, it feels like somebody in America went, I like the idea of European platformers, but by golly, they're awful at it, and decided to make one in that vein. That's probably the best way I could put it. Sorry to keep bugging on European developers, oh, don't, platformers. Don't be daft. I mean, a lot of them are absolute pish. <laughs> <laughs> As we found out with James Bond. Yep. Uh, so, like, no offense, none taken, all that jazz. Now, you're used to playing platformers with those rubber chiclet keys on the ZX Spectrum, so mm-hmm. I can't blame you. You know, no. it's just acquired taste. The I only know. thing I will blame you for is your love of the isometric angle. <sighs> Nothing wrong with isometric. Did you play the spot game on PS1 that was isometric? No, I did not. What yep. game was that? It, 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 it kind of baffled me. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. That it made it to PS1. I was like, whoa. That's, that seems really late in the way my brain delineates the time errors. We should play it next month or the month after that or whenever. No. Oh, okay. we shouldn't. You okay. know what? We sh- well, why don't you give us your final thoughts on Spot, and then you can tell us what we're going to play next. All right. Okay. So, like, Cool Spot, I've gushed over it a wee bit. It's, it's, I hold it dear to my heart, and I do think people should play it, probably. This is not like Wolfenstein last time where... Oh, God, it's, no. It's a, an important game that you should read about. This is probably a less important game that you should probably just try out because it's a great example of a European platformer. A European? European? <laughs> what is going on with that? It's slightly appearing. Uh-huh, it's slightly appearing. European? No, European. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, <God>, mad. Anyway, <laughs> just go play Kill Spot and I'll shut up. Dave, go. This talk. comedy moment brought to you by Craig. <laughs> All right, so next we have a uh, listener suggestion. Right, Craig? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. who's it from, by the way? It is from a lovely gentleman called Scott, who I work with. And while I don't know Scott, mm-hmm. I I hate him a little bit. I'm yep. not going to lie here. Um, as soon as I read the title of this game, feelings rose in me, sir. Um, it's feelings I haven't had to come to grips with for a very long time. And that would be how I feel about Revolution X, where the weapon is music or music is the weapon or something has something to do with Aerosmith's giant mouth that will eventually engulf us all. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so Scott has suggested Revolution X, and while it is a bit of a coincidence that it happens to fall perfectly in the year that we're going to be doing next, we're actually not going to do it as the year. It will be just a standalone listener request thing, kind of like, you know... Uh, Symphony of the Night was and Simpsons and yeah. Tales of the Abyss. We don't we that don't want to stuff. ruin we're named and picked year games with a root ru- or rubbish game. So we're gonna um not to get away. Uh did Scott have a justification for why he inflicted this horror upon us? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So uh if you're wondering why one person could be filled with such hatred, um you'll find out next time when we do Revolution X and hopefully Scott can justify himself. Yeah. All right, um, you want to close this out, Craig? 
Yeah, oh, apart from that, next week, like, actually released next week is Super Mario Odyssey, so listen to that if you want to. Don't if you don't want to. And other than that... That's kind of the way it works. That is kind of the way it works. It's time to say goodnight. Goodbye. A biento. Au revoir. Ciao. Sayonara. Besto. Ah, besto. Or the best one, Dasvidanya. Dasvidanya. Oh, that's a nice one. I like that. That's a good one. Anyway. And Craig, you, you monkeyed it up. If you want to suggest a game, you oh, can do it on our balls. website where we have a fancy form. Other than that, your usual social media, get a hold of us. Uh, if you see one of us on the street, give us $5 because we could probably use a coffee. And we will see you next time. Bye. Good night. Good night.